Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name's Phil Whelans, and uh, with me back after a long time is Jim Grant. Hello. Jim, Hello. where have you been? Uh, well, at home mainly. Right? Mainly just, at home just the entire twiddling time? Thumbs. You yeah. yeah. Uh, mainly at home. And report just sometimes at, at work. Right? Work and yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. Home, home and, work. and work. Getting that life-work balance. Yeah, uh, wrong. As, wrong? <laughs> as it oh, happens. Yeah. Too much work or too much Yeah, time? a little bit too much work. Too much work. Really. Too much yeah, work. And that's yeah. why you haven't been here at That's partly, yes. Yes. That I just kind of got a bit bored with it for a while now. But I feel reinvigorated. You're doing that Chelsea podcast aren't you that uh, you've uh, been moonlighting with for a yeah, while yeah, you do yeah. that um, yeah, you nearly support them don't you uh, deep down right deep down yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. deep down you support yeah. Chelsea yeah it says yeah. the man sitting there wearing a blue sweatshirt I, um, it's not about Jim I can't see colour I, I can't and I won't see colour Jim I right. can't and won't see it it's probably got Chelsea FC written on you just turned it inside out that's probably what's happened almost certainly almost yeah. certainly Jim um you, you, you. On the other hand, you are tattooed blue under your clothing because of your intense support of Chelsea. Uh, we it feels like it's a long time since we've done a podcast, and in a sense it is. But because of the break, because of the cup, uh, yes. we have not done one for a while, uh, and uh, well, we haven't done one for a while. What am I trying to say? What are you saying? There's only been one game to talk about, so it's almost as if we haven't done one for a yes. while. Yes. What am I trying to say? Well, uh, that's because we haven't done one for a while. I was momentarily distracted uh, because I realised that I forgot to introduce our guest. Uh, so then I described something as seeming to have lasted a long while, i.e. the absence of a podcast, in terms of it being a long while since we've done a podcast, yeah. which is redundant. It's like describing a long time as a long yes. time. Um, but there's only actually one game to talk about, which is the West Bromwich Albion game. Yeah, you've already um, said that. We'll, we'll come on to in a minute. Yeah, we'll come on to that. Also joining us this week... Yes. A couple of weeks ago, on one of the Facebook uh, groups that accompanies this, this, either Stop Hammer Time one or the Upton Park Life one, uh, yeah. uh, someone posted a link to a blog and went, this is a good blog, and I uh, read the blog, uh, rather than ignoring. Normally, when people link to something, I, I ignore it. Uh, but I read this one, and it was a good blog. It was a very good blog. And... Uh, an extremely good blog. And then um, the last uh, one of these we did, um, uh, Gordon Thrower did it, and um, uh, George Mann uh, 
did it. And they happened to talk about the person that does this blog, who I had already decided, resolved earmarked. to approach yes. earmarked exactly earmarked. to do this. Um, yes. Trained, trained the crosshairs on yes. to do this very podcast. I had singled him out, lined up for intimidation yep. to do this podcast. Yep. Having read the blog, and then coincidentally, he was discussed by George Mann and Gordon Flo and myself in the pub. And I thought, well, there's there's a confluence of circumstances, and uh, and so I approached him uh, through the through the contact thing on on the blog. Tracked him down like a detective, and now he's sitting in the room. Incredible! With us. That's all we've got time for on uh, Stop <laughs> Hammer Time this week. Uh, uh, with me have been Jim Grant, and also here's uh, here's the uh, proprietor. Here's the proprietor. This is the of- longest introduction of a guest there's ever Why don't been. You just fuck off, Jim. <laughs> You're back. You're, you're back after, and you, all you do well, is criticise well, me. I think you need your, my critique. Your small, really, you need me. You need me to keep you. Your in, you small know. break that you've been on. <laughs> Your absence, during which there have been some bloody good podcasts, actually. Bloody good stuff. Full of sycophants, probably. <laughs> exactly. Um, family, rel- members of my family have been on. Phil, <laughs> oh, you're so great. Everything you say is brilliant. You're so great. That's what they've mainly been. Yes. But uh, here's the proprietor and, uh, and head honcho of the blog that he does, which is called The H-List. Uh, did I mention that? I yeah, must, no, I'm sure. you didn't. I must have mentioned no, that. You mentioned a lot of other things. Jim, I did mention it. Okay. Let's wind the tape right. back. Okay, okay. I did mention okay, it. The H-List is I'd the name of his listening. blog. I'd stop listening, that's the problem. And uh, his, 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 his avatar, his name is Headhammer Shark on it, and that's ah. so why I, I contacted him through that. And his real name is James Cairns. Hello, James. <laughs> Hi, thank you for having me. I was going to make a joke about this being a Chelsea blog, but it was so long ago that I don't think anyone would really no, Yeah, we've forgotten that now. We've forgotten that now. We always missed the Chelsea thing at the beginning. It's, yeah, you know, it's much gone. too long ago. It's gone. That's a no, gone. opportunity gone there. Yeah. But um, uh, yes, it is an excellent blog, and I encourage you all to look for the H list and read that. What does the H list stand for? What is it? Is it? Is it Harry Redknapp? Um, that's as good a reason as any. I was scratching around for a name the night before I was going to post my first ever blog. Right. And I put that in as a placeholder, and then. That was stuck the end of it. that. Yeah. 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 Stuck with it. That will do. Yeah. 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 Like the A list or the B list, it's the H yes. list. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people called Harry Redknapp H, didn't they? They called him H. Harry Redknapp. Let's, let's go with that. Let's go with that. Yeah, I think that's go good. Um, so. We'll uh, we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about uh, the West Brom game uh, yeah. during the course of this podcast, and then we'll look forward to the Watford game. Now, Jim, possibly in your. Uh, do I mean Watford? Yeah, we got Watford. Yeah, Watford. Weekend, yeah. We? Mm. Now, during your absence, Jim. Mm. Um, Okay, let's run back. Last season, you remember uh, at the end of these podcasts, we predict what we yeah, think the score. Yeah, you're going to you're going to you're going to you're going to boast now. Now, what the you? score might be for the <laughs> I know what's match. coming. Early on last season, we were due to play Liverpool away at Anfield, a fixture we hadn't won for over fifty years. Uh, we all made our predictions of the scores. Yes. I said, yeah. Liverpool nil, West Ham United three. Yeah. And I was right. You were right. I was right. You were right. I was right. Now, in recent memory, we talked about, uh, we, we looked forward to one of our Christmas fixtures, uh, Swansea away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My guess for the score, uh, well, prediction, prediction, uh, insightful, insightful, <laughs> considered analysis of what I thought the score would be was yeah. uh, Swansea 1, West Ham United 4. Yeah. Okay. Just a couple of games later, we were due to go away to Middlesbrough. Jim, you and I went to both. All of the, no, we didn't go to Middlesbrough, didn't but we to went to the Swansea game. No. Went to the Swansea lesson. Uh, I suggest. I suggested, um, having thought about it for a long time, long hard time, Middlesbrough one, West Ham United three. 
I was right. <laughs> now, the last, uh, the last game, uh, West Bromwich Albion, uh, when I was asked, when I was asked to, to say what I thought the result would be, I guessed West Ham United 2, West Bromwich Albion 2. And I was right. You were right. You were right. Now, see what's what the what question the, we're going to ask on this podcast okay. is, is: Is am I some kind of prescient? I don't, I'm hesitant to use the word God, but uh, am I <laughs> some kind of prescient God? No. See what it is. God-like. What it is 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 this is a statistical evening out over period, a long period of time. Like so, you kind of you're rolling dice over a period of time. Mm. Certain percentage mm. of those are going to come up, you know, like double five over a period of time. And it might be that you might you might go years and years and years without rolling the double five. But eventually, there will be the right proportion of double fives. You keep rolling the dice long enough, and 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 they'll come up. What has happened is that you've basically not got a prediction right for about ten years. That's not and true. Now suddenly, like <laughs> London buses, that's... four of them have come along in a row. But proportionately, that's probably the right amount of predictions, number of predictions for you to have got right over that overall period Not really, Jim, because a lot of mine are kind of wildly, they're quite wildly speculative in terms of like large, unexpectedly large numbers of goals. And, yes, uh, and, 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 yes, and you've continued to do that. You just, just occasionally, well, the actual what's happened arguably, on, the, on the game happens to have coincided with your wild speculation. Arguably, in spirit, my guess for the last uh, fixture we played against Manchester City, not the EFL Cup one, my, my, my I keep calling them the guesses, predictions, Predictions. <laughs> West Ham United nil, Manchester City 15. In spirit, in spirit, they took their foot off the they, gas. They, yes, and that yes, could very yes, easily have been so 15 were, yes, goals. Yes. So, so I uh, count okay. that as a correct... Okay. I, could, I count that as a correct prediction. In, yes. uh, someone um, uh, contacted me on Twitter um, and put a bet on my 2-2 prediction. Against Did they? Yeah, yeah. Put yeah. a bet on. Oh, good. So there we go. Carry on doing that, dear will. listener. Okay. So, yes. uh, so the West Brom game, the West Brom game, yeah. it was um, interesting because the the same effect, but through completely the opposite, uh, completely the opposite actions happened as as did the Crystal Palace game, in which we were sort of a bit ineffective in the first half, completely in the game, but sort of no cutting edge. In the Crystal Palace game, we switched to four four two, which we hadn't seen for quite a while uh, at uh, at Upton Park or the Olympic Stadium, and uh, that drew huge dividends. This game, we switched to three five two, and it. It transformed the game. Uh, so interesting. He's he's you know he he's interesting. He's sort of different from our other managers in that he does sort of do things wrong, but you see him fix things kind of in real time quite often, don't you? He's well, he, try, he tries to, he tries to change things when they when they are going on. Mm. He doesn't always get it right, but at least he's he is a proactive manager, isn't he? Is, he's yeah. kind of trying yeah. to have an yeah. influence on on the game. Yeah. He's not afraid to make, you know, early or, or large numbers of substitutes and change it at half time. So I I like that about him. I think it's interesting, you know. I think he, you know, he makes quite obvious I think he makes obvious mistakes at times, and they, yeah, don't, you know, and they're sure. they're mistakes that you can see, and uh, and then he sees them, whether it's game to game or or within the ninety minutes, he does. You know. Quite different to Allardyce, I would say. In, yes, in that, that's right. In that sense, different because Allardyce to me would always set up the exact same way and play the exact same way, irrespective of what was happening on yeah. the pitch. Whereas Bilic is much more reactive, although you might argue that he makes mistakes more frequently than Allardyce yes. does. So yes. we go behind a lot. 
under Bilic. Yeah. And last year we came from behind a lot to get yeah. points completely yeah. unsustainably, yes. um, as we've seen this year. So that, to me, marks them as quite different. But fans prefer the Bilic approach. Yeah. 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 Maybe it's a bit more. Um, well, it's very frustrating watching a game as you often did under Allardyce, seeing quite clearly where it was going wrong yeah. and watching him steadfastly do nothing about it. That Absolutely. is actually yeah. more yeah. frustrating, isn't yes, it, as yeah. a fan, to be honest? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was, uh, you know, uh, Pete Ward, who does this podcast, was standing with us, and uh, you know, the first half was kind of going. They should hook Lanzini at halftime. He's just doing nothing. Um, <laughs> but he was, um, <laughs> but he was stuck on the wing. He was, he was sort of stuck yes. on that that yes. form. You know, the four four two format made him the sort of uh, right winger in the first half, and uh, the change of formation in the second half seemed to bring him inside more, which is where he needs to be. Yeah, he's he, he's he's class. I really is good, and and uh, he's capable of running a game isn't he for us and and the, the goal was a thing of beauty yeah I mean, yeah yeah the way he kind of just kind of bent it round, that used almost like the defenders to unsight the keeper and yeah, yeah, kind of like yeah, bent it round, yeah. but all controlled side footed you know yeah. passed it into the net as they as yeah, they say yeah first yeah. hour was a bit of a requiem for Pyatt though I thought I was bit, I yeah. was thinking this is exactly the kind of game yes, you need maybe. Pyatt or someone like that yeah, yeah. to but, break down this team that have got an early goal but and that would, need to be, that would need to be Pyatt trying wouldn't of last year yeah, 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 yeah. Not, yeah. but not they wow they are a kind of bloody Pulis when Pulis went to Palace I mean because there were some sort of skillful players at Palace so so he you know to Pulis's credit he did seem to accommodate the kind of flair players that they had at Crystal Palace in you know a kind of a Pulis setup rather than as you know, I just want to turn this into a kind of slagging Sam off thing. Sam would actually rub all the sharp edges off any attacking flair players mm. and sort of make them play as defensive, you know, midfielders. But Pulis did seem to sort of embrace the fact that Palace had sort of attacking players. But that West Bromwich Albion team set up uh, to sort of nick a 1 0 yes. from the moment they took the pitch. I mean, their possession was. 33%. I mean, they had like a third. Yeah. They're very good at doing it though and they are yeah. well organised and, and difficult to play and they've got some good players. They do. You know, so, yeah, yeah. and Rondon I thought Rondon's was, he's yeah, excellent. Yeah. So, um, and, and, and some underrated players as well. I think Brunt's a good, a good right. player, underrated yeah, yeah. I think. You know, so, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're proving it this season, aren't they? They're, they're, they are difficult to beat as, and there they, there they, there they go. They prove it again. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I think we were naive and, and foolish uh, towards the end. You were ranting at the oh, end of the game yes, and I think yeah. quite justifiably about well not just Billich but this is this has been managers do this a lot don't they that they, they try and uh, shore things up when the game is still quite tight in spite of the fact that they've been doing better than the other than the, yeah. other, the other team well there were things that sort of there are things that managers do seemingly because other managers do them and, th- and that it's traditional to do them and you know, there was a time in the '90s when um, timekeeping was, you know, became an issue in in the Premier League or uh, with the Football Association, and there was a lot more rigor about adding 30 seconds on for every substitution, uh, stopping the clock for every injury, stopping the clock for time wasting, and 
up until that time, football teams had made a substitution in the last minute to try and run the clock down. Very clearly, there was a statement of intent that this won't run the clock down, that the referee will just stop the fucking clock. So don't, you know, with one minute to go of injury time, why try that trick? And that's what we did with bringing James Collins on. Well, and we'd already sort of done it with uh, bringing on Fernandes at... Uh, um, you know, the 88th minute or yeah. something was yeah. already seemed like, yeah. well, actually, if it's fresh legs, if Fernandez is fresh legs, it's quite late in the day for fresh legs uh, because there's about two minutes of actual yeah, time to go. Sure. Then he did it again with bringing Collins on. But also it's just that, you know, Collins was brought on in something like the 92nd minute and uh, they scored in the 94th. Well, f- a, a header in the box from a set piece. Well, yeah, exactly the reason why Collins presumably was brought yes, in yes. You know, on. And uh, you know, Billis has not learned quite a number of managers now have had have done the let's bring on James Collins for the last five minutes yeah. thing because we're we're defending a narrow lead and, and and I'd love to know the stats on how many of those games we've conceded we late late well, goals. Yes, yeah. quite a lot. I, I mean, in a sense, it you know it completely is my point, but in a sense, it's almost not my point. My point's more about the principle of the thing but actually the yes. actuality was that it literally didn't work yes. we were already <laughs> playing three central defenders yes. he brings James Collins on and then the perfect scenario for a James Collins substitution <laughs> happens a corner is conceded with about six seconds of the 95th minute of the game to go Collins is beaten in the air <laughs> by a small central <laughs> central Collins Collins literally doesn't get off the ground. And this is no, you know, I don't mean this as any disrespect to James Collins. No, no, it's no. literally that substitution was a stupid substitution and didn't work anyway, you know? And yeah. this sort of, and, you know, there was some running the ball into the corner and stuff in, in, in those last minutes. And of course, the other team's going to have an attack. You know, if you start running the ball into the corner with sort of two minutes to go or three minutes to go, that's not going to, you're. A man is not going to remain in the corner next to the flag for three minutes. (laughs) And the other team will have an attack. They'll have an attack. And they did. And they got a throw in and they scored. I think the frustration for me was that there was only five minutes of added time because West Brom had been wasting time since the fifth minute of the game, having gone one nil up. You know, I mean, Ben Foster holding the ball is my abiding memory of, of, of that game. Of that and, game, and yeah, yeah, of, yeah. You know, screaming yes, you'd have, if, views, you'd, but, if you'd freeze frames, would have, you'd have thought yeah. it was a game of basketball. Yeah, quite, yeah. There's, there's more footage of a man with a ball in his hand yeah. than any other. Yeah. Yeah. And there's that sort of earnest feeling you get when your team scores a late winner and you feel justified because you're the good guys and you know, they've been playing anti-football for, for 80 minutes. Yeah. And then they score in the last second of, of injury time that you... In a, in, in a just and reasonable world would never have been added on in the first place no, no. or would have been wiped off immediately once Lanzini put us in front so yeah. it's just all of those things combined to make it a very frustrating afternoon um, it was a, a, an odd one we were saying earlier it was an odd one for Bilic to, to kind of lose his lose his cool yeah, yeah. wasn't it because yeah. uh, it's not as if we haven't had games in the last you know un, under uh, uh, un, under Bilic's tenure where he would be quite justified in yeah. being outraged Chelsea by the refereeing the last loads yes. last season. Yes. And yet, I, one of the things I liked about him last season was that he, he remained remarkably sort of kind of cool and philosophical and under that kind of that kind of pressure. But um, this one, he was like kind of, it was A, it was a slightly yes. odd one to lose it, but yes. also he, was, he turned out, uh, he was <laughs> like wrong, wrong about <laughs> most of the things he lost Every it about. Yeah. Uh, Hold that thought, Jim, and we'll just take a slight break here.
Paul from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? Uh, well, no, that's that's the acting. <laughs> from behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. Such as Mr. George Decay. Star trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. Welcome back. Uh, we were talking about uh, Slavin's uh, touchline. He picked up a microphone and threw it yeah, around. Yeah, that was he, great. He, 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 we did enjoy that. He, he went crazy. He, I mean, he yeah, didn't yeah. just go crazy and he didn't no. get angry. He probably went proper crazy. Like, proper crazy. Throwing, a, throwing yes. a microphone, that's really, really use good. Of a but prop. he was yeah, yeah, using a prop in your craziness. Well, that's, uh, yeah, let's hold that thought because there's <laughs> celebrations as well. Props in celebrations. Uh, that Fulham guy who got the sort of Zora mask. Because. We're having a slight return to the 1990s with um, uh, Mikhail Antonio has become a sort of a master of the kind of yes. rehearsed, thought-out celebration now, yes. which is a kind of a, a harking back to, I'd say, early noughties or late 90s yeah, celebrations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, and there would be teams teams doing them like doing the Aylesbury things. Ducks yes so they the Aylesbury waddled, waddled Ducks, exactly. along didn't they let's get on to that in a minute because we're, um, uh, we're in similar territory with uh, yeah. yeah for a start Billich we'll talk about um, touchline meltdowns in a minute but Billich in this particular one you're right Jim I mean he was kind of he was unjustified in most of those circumstances there's a very interesting thing with that Faguli the foul on Faguli leading up to their first goal because that's sort of under where we are and mm. it did feel like a, it felt like a foul in the ground and you know time stopped for a moment and you thought oh shit he's letting it go on or oh, we're in trouble now and we were and we scored uh, whereas tv replays often seem to accentuate innocuous things but the tv replays did the opposite of this when it was yeah, replayed on telly you sort of thought oh, it was a bit soft that actually. was fine might be yeah. given might not be given yeah. but at the time it did feel like we all stopped and they went on a scored and there was so you could see that that fed billich's fury but i mean it was, you know, Faguli could have just stood up. And actually, there's a little bit of natural justice. And there was a slight hospital ball from Noble to Faguli, yeah. you know, to play yeah. out of defence to a man who's got his back to goal. Shocking piece of defending from Kiyoti, you know, wasn't goal, it? Yeah. You know, and yet again, in you know, the right-back position that we haven't <laughs> yes, filled. Yeah. Anyone can have a go, essentially. Anyone, <laughs> yeah, yeah, anybody yeah, yeah, can yeah, have and a fail. go. Yeah, Anyone yeah, can have yeah. a go. And fail. It might be a good and way to bring to to bring um, and uh, to bring Adrian back into the team. Yeah, right back. He's not bad. He was he he went on a long mazy run in the Mark Noble the testimony. testimony. Yeah. A long yeah. mazy run. You know, really yeah. gave you um, the fact that uh, you know the other players were feigning, <laughs> falling over, injuries, pretending there was an earthquake as he ran through them, yeah. slipping over on banana skins, throwing custard pies in their faces. It was 
testimonial, isn't it? That's, yeah. that's what happens. And he was just allowed to run through and score. I think that's the kind of thing we've been missing, actually. Sort of s- slow thrust from right back from, yeah, uh, yeah. from, from goalkeeping. From, from the goalkeeping yeah. position. Yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah. I think you've hit on something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bernard Lama was good on the ground, wasn't he? He, was a good, he would quite often try to sort of dummy an opposing uh, player, wouldn't he? Sort of nutmeg at a, a, a fast approaching Dwight York or someone like that, <laughs> trying to sort of nutmeg him and then carry the ball out. Well, he so, was famous for smoking weed, he wasn't was, he? So, yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe those two things are That was yeah, his yeah, style. Yeah. That was his yeah. style. I loved Bernard Lama. Yeah, well, yeah, I liked Lama. He yeah. was good. We only yeah, had was, him for a while. No, yeah, he was good though. He was probably. <laughs> nearing the end of his career anyway which is probably sensible not to sign him but uh, he was good I thought yes I liked him yes he was surprisingly good under a high ball wasn't he very good under a high ball surprisingly yeah, yeah. good good at coming and claiming crosses Robert Green was very good under a high ball mm. very mm. good under a high ball um, so yes uh, and and similarly Bilic lost his shit at what he thought was a West Ham throw in but Antonio yeah. sort of dummied it uh, ostentatiously to go I didn't touch that ball yeah. so it's our throwing but allowed the ball to clip his heel as he was trying yeah. to dummy it yeah. and so it was yeah. their throw yes. um, I think Slaven later sort of uh, downgraded his complaint to they took the throw from too far yeah, yes, up the pitch yeah, yes. to, like a naughty child yes, who'd been caught yeah, in a yeah. lie yeah, yeah. well that's a bit like Trump in that press conference where, where he kind of goes um uh we won the election. We won it with the biggest, the biggest majority, biggest majority ever. We won it with the biggest. And then someone in the press corps goes, um, and he's holding a piece of paper. He goes, no, no, you didn't. So then Trump goes, no, 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 no. I meant the biggest Republican majority. And, and the press like goes, well, the last Republican president before you, George W. Bush, won with a bigger majority than you. And then, and then Trump just goes, I was just I was told to say this I was, just told, I was just told to say it. it's like why is he still the fucking president he's like lies lies in the cover up of the first lie and then just goes oh, I was just told to say that it's just amazing I but, bet yeah. he wouldn't play Antonio at right back though that's my no, thing I wouldn't play him no, 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 no. him roundabouts get a proper right back gotta be a proper right back the best you've ever get seen get the best right back get so the best yeah. I will get the best right well, back well he's got plenty of plenty of right wingers I don't know <laughs> Ooh. I don't know about right back. Jim, satirical yeah. podcasting. Oh, it's incredible, isn't it? Satirical football podcasting. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. We could have Kelly Conway as uh, as right back, couldn't we? She'd be, we she'd could. Be, she'd be excellent. She'd be, right yes. Yeah. Very yes, she'd yeah. Vicious stiletto. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 West Brom did not score a goal down this side. That did not happen. That's an alternative <laughs> fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. It won't have happened. It's happen. alternative facts. Yeah. 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 Alternative scores. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that was a. Um, it got me thinking about uh, uh, touchline meltdowns. Touchline meltdowns in in history. Oh. Picking the microphone up and throwing the microphone around was one. an excellent. It was touchline yes. meltdown. Kicking the water bottle. Who was <clears> kick, <throat> remember the, the kicking the water bottle? Well. Yeah, 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 yeah. After yeah. Pogba's yeah. dive, yes. yeah. 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 wasn't the there a, a water bottle incident between? There was there was a, there was a Wenger Pardew. Uh, well, remember was, when Harewood scored that late that late goal? Pardew celebrated. Ostentatiously in yes, front of yes, yeah. Wenger, and Wenger he, got crossed. He, he lost his rag. And there's yeah. a th- there's a game this season with Man U where Mourinho hugs the manager at the end of the game. But what he said, what he's saying to the manager is uh, that was very disrespectful for me when you s- celebrated a goal. Like, oh, that was Conte, wasn't it? Was it Conte? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Conte had, you know. 
unbeknownst to us or or maybe but we didn't sort of really take it on board celebrated a goal too ostentatiously and Mourinho pulled him close and yeah. went never disrespect me again <laughs> never disrespect me like that and you think he's going congratulations well played but in fact he's going I will have you killed and Jason obviously the epitome of touchline behaviour yes. the, the, the exact kind of guy you want to model yourself on running up the touchline at Old Trafford and sliding on his knees all that kind of stuff yeah you know? yeah, 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 yeah the, the right guy um, to be lecturing yeah Di Canio's celebration at, when he was at Sunderland and they and they beat Newcastle yeah, yeah. He, he went ape shit several he times he slid uh, he? He 300 did, yards did, on he, his knees he did that one yeah as well he slid he ended up his slide ended up in the club, <laughs> club shop I think uh, there's also the thing where he goes um they lose a game and the crowd stays behind and Di Canio goes up to their end and starts sort of talking to them, yeah. un, unmiked. <laughs> he starts talking to a, a whole stand of football fans going, uh, there must have been some bits you liked. Surely there were some nice moments in the game. Is you not uh, like all of the game? You hate all of the game? Just because we lost. And there's people just going, we can't hear you. Boom, boom. Yes, we've just lost 3-0. Yeah, 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 we just lost uh, Someone mentioned uh, Phil, Phil Brown's uh, keeping the whole keeping of the, the players the, out the, on yeah, the pitch. Keeping the players yes, out on the pitch. yes, yes, yes. Um, keeping the players out on the pitch. Yes, that was a classic one. I've got some. I went on Wikipedia earlier uh, just to, to see if I could find some more. Um, in a match between WS Brussels and Ostend in 1977, Ostend manager Willie Blintz was sent to the stands. Instead, he left the stadium only to return in his car, driving onto the pitch and attempting to run over the referee. Uh, he was sent back to the stands, but his car became stuck, attempting to climb the stairs. Um, <laughs> happened. 1972, in a Brazilian second flight fixture between uh, Brazilienzi and Maria, uh, Maria manager Archimedes del Fugazi, angrily disputing the amount of injury time added on, doused himself in petrol and set himself on fire. <laughs> Uh, this lent a sombre mood to the second half of the fixture. <laughs> they played on. Yeah, they played yeah, on. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> played on. Um, he, you know, uh, he illuminated. It was a night game. He illuminated uh, most of the second half. In Latvia, 1996, FK Ventspils manager Gub Klepneskis, uh, angered that a throw-in went to the other team, uh, picked up a ball boy by the ankles, spun him around like a hammer thrower and hurled the boy out of the stadium. <laughs> And uh, he was, uh, he had a, a two game touchline ban uh, for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's been a, yeah, yeah. Been a history of mad oh, behavior yeah, on yeah, the absolutely. touchline. Uh, it, was, it was quite nice that. Um, uh, Sam Allardyce showing his playful side uh, danced with the mascot in uh, a couple of Palace games ago and then his team got beaten <laughs> four by Sunderland yeah. yeah. and he yeah. was really depressed yeah. when he went That's on the bridge it was quite That's a contrast when he uh, there's also his mock his mocking laughing of the Swansea Chico Flores, Flores yes yeah. that was good that was good he dropped his hands on his hips yeah <laughs> 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 uh, like a yeah. sort of sarcastic showering him with chewing gum yeah. at the time. Um, yeah. Do you remember Brian Clough running on the pitch to kind of punching sort of, a punching attack sort of people running fan. on? Yeah, there was like a pitch invasion, wasn't yeah. there? Or something and uh, but it was he um, kind of kind of just kind of laid into them, wasn't it? Weren't Forest doing badly at that time? Were they? Was it? The, was it when they got um, relegated out of the Premier League? Oh, I it? think uh, I think it might have been 
It, it was towards was it the dis- end of his reign yes. there, wasn't it? It was Because was it discontent that was making them kind of run no, out of the stands? I don't know what it was. I don't know what that. No, was. but he punches a yeah, he punches yeah, a forest yeah, yeah, man yeah, in the head very, side of the head. Yeah, yeah. hadn't they? Yeah. Uh, no, Right, no, you might be right because in my, in my head, I thought oh, I thought they'd scored a, a late goal and they were they were maybe they had and he right. wanted he wanted to get them off the pitch because it was a I don't know it was an equaliser or something. I'm not they? sure. My memory of it is it's full Somebody time and they're pissed us. off. I can't they remember. They sort of run on the pitch and he got, and he got just, on yes. yes, have to look it up on YouTube. Yeah, uh, yes, he punches a man in the side of the head. Ron Greenwood would never have done that sort of thing. Of course not. No, no, no. the ultimate no, gentleman no. of football. No. I do like the fact that the guy who threw the child out of the stadium got two games. Two games. Broke away a pie last night, lost his job today. Yes, so, yes, yeah, that's right. Yes, yes, that's a yes. good bit of touchline yes, behaviour. Yeah. Is um, yeah, the pie eating the uh, Sutton United's reserve goalkeeper? Yeah, but oh. it was all. It was all. It's now a collusion with a betting company. Collusion with it? a betting company. Yeah. yeah. So in fact, uh, yeah. sort of possibly quite justified because yes. uh, there was a sort of a bet on. Yeah, Betfair or something. Uh, w- well, the sun, the sun had sponsored them for that game, and it was yeah. Sun Bets, I think, which I've yeah. never heard of before last night. But no. they sponsored Sutton, yeah. uh, eight to one odds on the reserve guy eating a pie. A lot of their bets are on uh, nudity or th- right wing things or racist things. They the Sun Bet. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Sunbet, uh, the racist and nude betting organisation. Nude racists. Kelly Ann gap in the market for sure. Yeah, could be yeah, a new yeah. racist. Yeah, who knows? Um, nice. Yes. So, um, so James, uh, uh, the 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 H list uh, is your blog. You started doing it. When did you start doing it? Two thousand six. So I've been thinking about it for a while and decided to do it for the two thousand six seven season. Right. Um, did about three blogs. Then we signed Tevez and Mascherano, which yes. caught me a bit by surprise. It must be said, but it was quite a good season to, to start. Quite yeah, quite dramatic a, season. Quite eventful. Quite yeah, a lot of things yeah. happened. Clearly, um, kept going for a few years until probably around the time of Avram Grant, maybe Kirbishly, sort of lost the will to, to yeah. live around that yeah. time. So yes, that, well, yeah, we, that sort of thing. Yeah. We were talking about. Um, uh, uh, you know things surrounding clubs like websites and blogs, and uh, and obviously when we started going, none of these existed, but fanzines did, and uh, the the uh, the fanzine that we always sort of looked up to and, and wanted to do a podcast that was kind of in the spirit of the fanzine was Fortunes Always Hiding, yeah. and of course they only did about seventeen copies, but in one of the bleakest periods, <laughs> where, yes, yeah, yeah. you know we went down. Bombs. I mean, I think maybe yeah. the last yeah. because they used to have a they used to have a tagline that was um uh, you know the West Ham fanzine that's and then something else. I think it's it, not very nice. It's not very nice. And then it was not very ints. Yeah. <laughs> it was a nice. It was <laughs> brilliant. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then they started to just have it randomly, yeah. and then yeah. they. Yeah. It was. I think the last one they did. We went down that season, so it might have been yeah. during that yo-yo time. It might have been. Yeah, it must have been eighty eight, eighty nine. Must have been that. That was the relegation series, and when ints left, wasn't it? After which they, that was that was. The I whole... think they might have started around then, though. I think yeah. it might have been the, the, the relegation season. They were, they were doing it during yes, the bond scheme. During the bond scheme. Yeah. So there was a lot of um, yeah, right. unhappiness. Mm-hmm. And it might have been it might have been the relegation that meant we weren't in the first year of the Premier League. And and then they it called it yes. the West Ham fanzine that's been relegated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. So they were in this uh you know, for something that was so funny, it existed during an incredibly dour sort of period yeah, of um yeah. West Ham football, but obviously because you came up a couple of times, it's, I mean I don't yeah, know how that, often that, they that did 
time we came up, that, that, that one, you know, that's, um, that season when Leeds won, won the, yeah. won the league. That, that was, that was, that, apart from Kenny Brown's winner in the, that was terrible that season, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Oh, we beat, it was a really good win against Aston Villa at home, I can remember. That's, and that is just about it. I think the rest mm-hmm. of it was just it forgettably was, yes, wretched, it was, wasn't it? Yes, it was. But probably quite fertile ground for writing that. Yeah, down, yeah. Right? Well, it yeah. is. His yeah, fortunes always hold him is fantastic. And, yeah. and actually kind of nationally acclaimed as well. If you, if you read, you know, When Saturday Comes or whatever the equivalent was at yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. They were thinking, you know, I remember a Love Supreme, the Sunderland one was very funny and very good. The Guna was always pretty good, but Fortunes yeah. Always Hiding was always in those sort of top. Well, they were all like whatever. industry professionals, weren't they? It's like Steve Rapport was a sort of rock photographer for the enemy. Don worked for the enemy in Time Out. And then you had Phil Jupiter, who did all the cartoons for it. Pete May is still writing. Yeah. Um, yeah. As, yeah. Wrote the excellent uh, Goodbye to Bolin, which yeah. is out now, which I have a copy of. Um, so they were all like sort of, uh, they were all kind of pros, yeah, you know, yeah, weren't yeah, they? Yeah. And, uh, and, and I think, it, you know, there was a bit of the spirit of Viz was in it as yes, well. Yes, Viz was big at the time. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah it was yeah. great. It was great. And um, yeah, that's what, you know, that, 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 you know, not just blowing smoke, but, but uh, that's what I like about uh, James the H list blogs are excellent because they're just really nicely written, nice long pieces of writing, sort of. Um, and you've settled down because you 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 didn't do it for a while, and then and obviously you've come back. back and they're back sort of about year. the game, but they're about a lot more. There's uh, um, yeah, well, yeah. they're always titled and other anglers, yeah, yeah. which I think gives me license to, to sort of you talk about whatever. Very so. nice, yeah, very nice. And uh, you know, the other one this year is uh, uh, Don the Hammer's excellent uh, blog, which is about West Ham United <laughs> and Wagner. Uh, so it's very very good because nice. um, yeah. it is you know those things that surround football. There are a few of those, you know, there's a couple of vlog things. We were talking about the Arsenal one, um, which is just angry men shouting at each well, other. Uh, Arsenal TV or whatever yeah, the it's Arsenal called, TV, TV whatever thing it's is just oh. sort of unwatchable. And, you know, we've got, I don't want to slag this guy off, but I will anyway. The, the guy with the beanie hat who just, who's sort of confused shouting and sort of like aggression and anger for personality I don't know it's or, sort or of something you, worth listening to yeah, yeah I, mean, it's I, I just think you, you need to be in this day and age where the you know the, inter- uh, the internet is, provides a democracy of sorts anyone mm-hmm. can do it I think you need to be producing something which people can't get somewhere else that's right and yeah. to my mind if you can get the content from standing on a tube uh, platform or, or on, a, on a train or whatever, hearing overhearing two people ranting about the yes, game, yes. I'm not sure what value you're, you're adding. No, we get, were talking about this yeah, in the pub, yeah, weren't we? Uh, ITV, when ITV got the um, uh, got the football for a, a year or two, uh, they did that thing on I think Mondays, like the, it was like the Parliament or the jury or the something, something like, that. like that they did put Andy know. Townsend outside in a truck though which is very, <laughs> fairly prescient but yeah yes. the, the point you're making is and that was kind of going football fans like to talk about football so they want to watch other blokes talk to each other about football and that was kind of almost exactly wrong because yes yeah. like you say James you know we get we sort of you want to give people something that you don't just yes. you know do yourself with your friends yeah. you know? well also just being angry about the fact your team has lost yeah, has not yeah. been very good it's just not particularly and it's not really a USP is it no, no. I mean uh, uh, I can remember years and years and years ago in the in the Bobby Moore um, when we were in the west side of the Bobby Moore lower um, with, it was a game against Everton uh, very similar to the West Brom thing where we, uh, we were struggling a bit in the league we were 2-1 t- we up and I think it was Stan Lazaridis point he really badly gave the ball away Mm-hmm. in the last kind of minute of injury time and they went down the other end Everton and scored and it was two all I think it was Everton um, and there was this young lad sort of in front of us and he just went 
mentee just went really kind of ape shit. It was like kicking seats and kind of stamping up and down. And there was a, there was a really bloke next to him who was obviously with him who just kind of gently stroked his back. <laughs> so trying to come. And of course now, that bloke going mental would be doing a yeah, vlog, yeah, wouldn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Um, you know, I was thinking about fantasy football. Uh, they, um, you know, that show, what was great about that show was ostensibly, uh, and there was another show like it, which was late lunch. Cause one, that, that's ostensibly about cooking and fantasy football was about football. But what they were was something that sets out to do one thing, but actually is something else because fantasy football at the time was actually one of the best comedy shows yes. yeah, on yeah. TV. Absolutely. Um, I was, uh, Pete Ward was producing uh, the Jack Doherty show at that time. And my writing partner was Ivor Badil, Dave Badil's brother. And right. so we went to World Cup fantasy football and we got a cab from, it was sort of filmed somewhere in North London. And uh, we got a cab from uh, the, abs- the Jack Doherty show offices. Absolutely. So me, Ivor and Pete went to it and, um, uh, the cabbie goes, uh, where are you going? Uh, where are you going, fellas? And we went, oh, we're going to go to see... Um, and we didn't say that Ivor was David Badil's brother. Uh, we said, well, are we going to see a, a recording of um, fantasy football? And the taxi driver went, uh, yeah, I like that show. Uh, it's the uh, it's the comedian and the Jewish bloke, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. And we really, really laughed. And, and me and Pete were really, really laughing. And Ivor was sort of laughing as well, but he kept going, that is my brother. <laughs> That is my brother. Stop laughing. That is my brother. Uh, it's very, very funny. The comedian, the Jewish bloke. It's very funny. Um, yes, we've probably run out of time. We've well, uh, blabbed so much. Prediction. You, you obviously need to do your okay. prediction for what? Let me, let me just get in tune with uh, the Earth and uh, Gaia-type yeah. Earth energy whilst you two oh, do your God. predictions. Yeah, let me just... Okay. If you'll remember, okay. uh, the last game, yeah. I predicted the 2-2 win. Uh, a couple of games before that, I predicted the Middlesbrough win. And I don't want to go all the way back to last season when I predicted the Liverpool away <sighs> win. But um, but I'll let you have... Let me have some time to think. Uh, okay, okay. So, James, off to you. Off to you. Off to you. Uh, which gives you the opportunity to get one all, which is what most people know, most normally go for. 2-1 West Ham. Andy yeah. Carroll not to do a Cruyff turn in his own six-yard box this year. Ah, uh, yes. That was dodgy, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah I think yeah. he's grown as a player. Um, I have a bad feeling about it. I have a bad feeling about it. I think they've found a little bit of form. Um, I, I'm not... I'm not Without Carroll, I think we struggle a little bit. Uh, so I'll go one all. <clears throat> I always go one all. I always say one all. If somebody else says one all first, I don't, but I've always said one all. Watford two, West Ham United three. Oh, okay. Sounds okay. exciting. Okay. Here we go. That's, that's Run that's down to your pl- local yeah, closed bookies. That is. That's quite Run plausible. down to your local closed bookies oh. and stand out there till they open in the morning. I personally will underwrite each of your bets. <laughs> <laughs> Watford two, West Ham United three. I nearly said four, but I'm going to go with three. Yeah. This has been Stop Hammer Time. Uh, My name's Phil Whelans. With me have been Jim Grant. Cheerio. And James Kearns. Goodbye. Come on, you irons. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com. When it comes to a software vendor audit, you need to park the bus. Call 0203-817-4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.